Hey, he's Enzo. And she's Claire. And this is Too Long for a Voice Note, episode number nine. Nine. Hello, Enzo. Hello, Claire. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Excited. It's <laughs> yeah. cool. It's third episode in a row. We mm-hmm. managed We're doing to have episode wow. weekly exactly. in this year. It's so exciting. So I think we've got a few things from previous episodes to kind of catch up on we yes, just wanted to shed are. a bit of light on that so a slightly different little introduction but we'll keep it short for you guys and get on to our topics of the week yeah but, what's so, been what's happening the, yeah like, well about up uh, Britney it's mm-hmm. been like the documentary yeah. that we've been sharing about the documentary on our social medias yeah aka Instagram just it's social media exactly Instagram but we spoke <laughs> about the Britney free Britney movement in yeah. episode number three number three so, yeah. yeah yeah I'm gonna leave a link to the cards in it now so please check that out after you listen to this episode obviously yeah it's been interesting it's like that this documentary uh, was out I think last weekend yeah. and it was very it was it was basically what we spoke about yeah. on the episode, but obviously it's like very visually mm-hmm. and a little bit more detailed. So, you know, everything is fucked up and crazy mm-hmm. you know, how media treat her and all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's out. And it's, I think it's good for her. Yeah. And I think it's actually already helping. Mm-hmm. I heard like this week his father, if I, I understand properly, I think uh, the, this new lawyer, that she's a woman, by the mm-hmm. way, um, she uh, take take out half of the thing half of his power of the father's power okay. on britney's money on stuff so mm. it looks like britney re- recover half of the power okay. on her finances or mm. something like that and it just happened after the documentary as well wow. and i think another lawyer she mm-hmm. uh, a man or woman i don't remember mm. they are out of the case you know okay. things are things are moving around Good. so yeah it's interesting to, to see what's what's going to happen also her boyfriend mm-hmm. he, he went on social media you saw it yeah he was like oh yeah like Britney's father he's a dick yeah mm. exactly he's come forward and said about it but I think it's encouraging people to have like different conversations about how the media treats women and how the media treats women in Definitely. the music industry so it only seems to be a positive thing and I think like I've had people messaging me saying like oh did you know about this and like, yeah. obviously direct them back to a podcast episode of course, they share it, but okay. yeah I mean good for Britney and hopefully she'll get you know yeah. things will turn around it, for her yeah it's very interesting because I think she can speak about anything because in this conserva- conserva- conservation ship yeah conservation ship <laughs> is the word yeah conservation ship so. yeah okay conservation that thing she's not even allowed to talk about this issue so didn't somebody say she'd been doing code messages or something in her instagram yeah it's a whole thing but the boyfriend just was like i'm tired of this yeah he's uh he's a dick um he's control i'm tired of him controlling Mm. our our life it has to be over so it's crazy Um, and i also saw that um justin timberlake has come forward and done a public apology to britney and also janet jackson Jackson. because there was that whole drama with uh, the super bowl Bowl, a few years ago so yeah, a bit, little bit late. But yeah, I, I, I think I don't, li- I didn't like that apology. Right? I think it's such a like you're pressured it's, into it. Yeah, yeah. I hate when they have to do this kind of things because it's so forced. Yeah, and I think I would be positive if it was a, a at least a video of him, like a home video of him, maybe like mm. an Instagram live, mm. like you can see like his words and he's talking about this, mm. blah blah. He apologized. He didn't. But you know this kind of things probably was written by his PR or 100%. something you know it is so like fake and so like I'm doing it because I yeah. don't want my nobody cuts my hair head out of this yeah yeah <sighs> it's a whole thing I um, don't have a lot of time for Justin Timberlake actually yeah, I really, like... really don't I mean yeah but whatever that's a topic for a 
another day, but good yeah. for Brittany. And then I think for the Brittany, other thing yeah. that we wanted to bring up was obviously, hopefully you've listened to last week's episode, episode number eight. We talk about the Golden Globe controversy with I May Destroy You. And we were talking about how apparently, well, one of our listeners told us that there's yeah. been a lot of hate towards Lily Collins. Um, who was the lead actress on Emily, Emily in Paris. Paris. And yeah. that's the show that got nominated and people are comparing it to I May Destroy You and saying how awful it is that that got nominated and I May Destroy You and Michaela Cole didn't get nominated. So we just wanted to like touch a little bit on that today, just obviously because we spoke about that last week. So we thought yeah. it would be a good point to kind of bring that up. Yeah, I, I think it's crazy how um, internet, because of the end of the day, it's internet, um, they're like, again, like pairing women against women. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, Lily Collin, fuck you. Like, it's not her fault because she got nominated. And it's oh. not, you know, it's like, it's not her against the other one. Mm-hmm. The problem is all the, the machine behind this, mm-hmm. the whole industry, how things are are managed in the in the industry. That's the problem, not the mm-hmm. actress. She, sure. she didn't ask to get nominated. I don't think she paid from her money if... Even if the nomi- if the nomination were bought by the mm. company, it was probably wasn't her. She doesn't have enough money. No. Probably to do- that's like power company yeah, production. Exactly. People in power. It doesn't yeah. work like that. It's true. It's true. It's not like a, oh, I'm gonna pay for get a nomination. Mm. No. Mm. So it's a bit sad that they were like basically crucifying her because yeah. she got a nomination or something. Like it's trolling like, her and everything like her, that. Yeah. And of course, like. Yeah, because I, I think I just want to clarify as well mm-hmm. because I think I was quite harsh on Emily in Paris. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <I'm in a laughs> Paris! Fuck Emily! <laughs> That's the <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just want to clarify that even though that might not be my kind of taste, obviously no shade is being thrown to, to um, Lily Collins. Yeah, of course. It's not about She's that. just a female actress doing her best. Whatever. Don't blame yeah. her for taking that role. Don't blame her for getting nominated at all. So, yeah, I just, of course, it's that classic thing of, like, we were discussing sort of pick on the woman, pick on the... It's just, like, it always Typical. has to be like that. And it's sort always of, has to be like that. It's always that kind of argument of, like, yeah, people are obviously hating on Lily Collins rather than questioning, like... Why? Why, yeah. yeah. Or who um, makes a nomination, oh, yeah, yeah. etc. So, yeah. Uh, but long story short, yeah. we are enjoying I, I May Destroy You. Yeah. We throw no shade to Lily Collins. I throw a bit of shade <laughs> <Or Paris>. towards Emily. <laughs> 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 or, fa- or fashion. <laughs> no hate to French people. Obviously, please don't come at me next week for that. <laughs> but anyway, I yeah. think it's probably time. time. So who wants to go first this week? Uh, I can go first. So yeah. it's time so... for... And so, secret topic of the week. So Claire, you know, um, catching up with the kids. Okay. <laughs> I had this topic that I just um, saw it. <laughs> Just saw this post and on ID magazine. Mm-hmm. Very uh, arty. Very yeah. Very right? Yeah, like on my Instagram, it's, it's not true. My Instagram is a bit of everything. It's like my Instagram is just art and design and like intense. No, yeah. but yeah, ID magazine is really cool. It's really really good. Um, yeah. And they were <clears throat> they're very trendy now. It's like mm. on top of everything that's happening. And this is called thing called like vanilla shaming. Mm-hmm. Any came from something that happened on TikTok. I don't know mm. if you heard about this, mm-hmm. but there's a whole thing. You know, TikTok is like a different word. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, I think it's not, it's not like we're old, but I think it's not as 
our generation type oh it's of definitely app. not no we're instagram not. more kind of thing tiktok yeah. is like a different thing yeah and there's a lot of things going on fun stuff educational stuff crazy stuff dark stuff as well which is part where this comes from mm-hmm. it, everything starts with this uh hashtag called like freak talk okay which is basically people talking about their like freaky um practices mm. on sex um, mm-hmm. on, on, on when kink it's kind of like a yeah, kink, different kinks, yeah. but it, I think the problem was like it got out of hand because it was really like um, it was like a bit like abusive at some point. So there were these type of videos of like maybe like a man like choking the girlfriend, but it, it was maybe too much. Mm-hmm. It was a bit sometimes touching mm-hmm. like in domestic violence. Mm-hmm. It was getting a bit out of hand. Mm-hmm. The videos that were on shoulder, so. Um, and the whole thing started because there were people like basically saying like if you are not into this type of things you are too vanilla and you yeah. are like boring and you're blah 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 so that's mm-hmm. why i come the term of vanilla shaming, vanilla shaming so yeah. the problem is that you know this is for kids for young people mm-hmm. so it was like oh you need to be into kinks or like hard yeah. sets or like slapping mm-hmm. or whatever if not you're not cool at all yeah so i started the whole thing with vanilla shaming mm-hmm. and you know it's a very like I think for what I read in the article, there were a lot of like kind of creepy videos that were really, uh, really like mm, maybe too aggressive, mm-hmm. not really like, maybe it wasn't even under consent. Mm-hmm. It was too much. So yeah, well, it's like a really TikTok new yeah. uh, generation fans. And you know, mm-hmm. there were all young, really, really young people there, mm-hmm. which probably they don't know. Still, they're discovering their sex, sexual, yeah. sex, sex, sexuality. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> sexuality. We know what you're trying to say. I'm sorry, guys. I need more coffee. So, yeah, it's tricky because of that. Because, you know, like, kids feel forced, like, oh, I need to get choked by my boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever if I want to be cool. If not, I'm vanilla and I'm not cool. So, yeah, it gets a bit out of hand. Yeah, what do you think about it? It's like... I had heard about this. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, like, and I think there's been a new thing that's developed called kink talk, right? Yeah. That's basically people trying to share um, information about different kinks and how yeah. to kind of practice kink safely. Yeah. I feel like maybe, I don't like, maybe social media platforms are not the best way to spread this information. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a big mm-hmm. problem. But, I think this is a double-edged sword because I think that social media can be really good for getting a lot of information out to a wide audience, obviously, and like you'll get access to somebody in like LA and you're, but you're sitting in London and like, that's great. But also it's so easy to like misread situations. And like, from my understanding of like kink, um, dominant and submissive um sexual relationships or not even sexual like it doesn't it doesn't always have to be sexual like it's Mm -hmm. my understanding is of different kinks as well is that like it's extremely communicated about it's like you over communicate about everything and then like those guidelines are drawn mm -hmm. you know so you know where to stand what's what's like my uh limit or what's your limit kind of thing yeah Yeah. so nobody should feel forced to anything exactly like it's very consensual and i think there was like a thing that i saw that was going around about this where they were saying like oh you know like if it's a if it's a punishment then if you have to ask then it's Mm -hmm. not like a real punishment and then Mm -hmm. somebody was saying like well you could because 
I actually saw a documentary about, I think I mentioned it to you a while ago, I think it was on Vice, okay. and it was about uh, yeah. people, Imagine do you remember, I think yeah. I sent it to you, it was about people working with their triggers and traumas mm-hmm. through a kink-based relationship, mm-hmm. and it was super interesting. Um, I believe like one of the guy had had like an incredibly traumatic, it, it was interesting that like, he had been abused by a woman, mm-hmm. but and she'd had like threatened to commit suicide and then I think it got really really bad and to the point where he she rang him and said like if you don't come here right now then I'm going to kill myself and he said no and he she he she actually cut her throat on the phone to him but she killed herself she killed herself oh yep she killed herself Jesus Christ this was like a few years ago and then the girl had been like repeatedly uh sexually abused and like Mm. god knows how these people found each other it's sort of like fate somehow Mm -hmm. but they have this relationship where they actually work with um cutting like cutting skin Mm -hmm. yeah but it's i'm probably not doing it justice but it's in a really safe consensual way and this is kind of my point like and they're probably like mid to late 30s as well if you are all enough and it's your choice and you're not hurting anybody because both yeah and they're both clearly in therapy or like and Mm. they're also in like a lovingly committed relationship not to say that you shouldn't explore with kink in a not loving it doesn't have to be loving at all it doesn't need to be healing but it's so complex and so like delicate yeah. that I, I worry about this kind of thing, especially like TikTok. Okay, like this again, people, I'm yeah. running the risk of making myself sound old here, but like it's so disposable. You're so, what's you are, Claire. You're, so, you're, you're a year <laughs> older than me. Excuse me. You I'm are gonna be like, who you are. You're going to embrace it. I'm going to preserve myself like a sauerkraut. <laughs> For years, I'm just gonna be like this little sauerkraut. You need to admit that you don't have TikTok and you don't. It's, it, you know, that's, it's Literally. okay. It's okay. But when I see it, it's just so like. Oof. The aesthetics are a bit too much on TikTok. Yeah. A bit like, it's a very disposable. Do content. the aesthetics? The aesthetics stress are you like, out and it stress me so. out. Like the fonts, the colors, but and it's very short as well. <sighs> like for people that don't know, <laughs> like it's you know that it's only thirty seconds kind yeah. of maximum. It's. More Quick like videos. Snapchat than, and yeah. what, not once it's gone, it's gone. It's not like that. No, it's, it's, it's on your, your profile. Profile, yeah. but it's very short content as opposed to like Instagram, which has you know like IGTV, like longer videos, yeah. the reels, which are fifteen seconds. You've got your pictures as well, yeah. which is meant to be the primary thing, and you've got like all these different things. Yeah. I, I found, I find this. Um, I mean, TikTok overall is really complicated. I think it has very like. It has really good size of it, and a lot mm. of it, it can be a lot of waste. A lot of it, this could be a, a lot of ent- entertainment, which is fine. If people wants to dance to a song, do it. You're not hurting anybody. But the situation the, here with this, this thing is, is TikTok is mostly for really young people or yeah. like twenties, mm-hmm. early twenties still. Um, and this topic is a really, it's a sexual educational kind of topic. It's very like. I think the issue with this vanilla shaming is like kids are feeling like if they're not into this, they're not okay mm-hmm. or they're not. Something wrong with them. There, something's wrong with mm-hmm. them, and that's the issue. Like, if I don't get slapped and I don't get yeah. like punished by my partner, mm-hmm. I'm not doing okay. I'm not cool mm-hmm. enough. I'm not. Uh, you know all these kind of things, and you know when you are at that age, you're so like, yeah. like fragile and like everything can mm. really hurt you in a really bad way. And that's a problem. That's why, like, this is yeah. getting, this got out of hand that much that the hashtag was blocked from TikTok. Mm. And they created the second hashtag. I mean, it got, is it still out? The, it's Frick Talk, no? The one that, 
Or is it the other way around? I think it's the other way around. Like Freak Talk got blocked, and then t- they were doing the shaming yeah. and Kink Talk is like the educational the one. one. Yeah. So there's some of the yeah. videos that are like people like, oh, if you want to like express Learn your about, kink, yeah. is this is this, exactly. Learn this, do that, blah blah blah. There's mm. also funny videos around it, like couples doing like funny stuff, but it's more about like, yeah. I feel it's weird. I mean, if I, if I mean, if you had a kid, how you handle this? Like just. You won't have to, that's a problem with social media also with we always discuss and like how it's good because everything is there, but at the same time it has no control. Mm. And as you say, not everybody should be allowed to talk about these things. Because yeah. when you are young, even if you're not young, maybe even mm. our age, when we are on in our case or not, Instagram, and we see a video of somebody giving you five tips out of something, you may pay attention to it. And you're like, mm. Oh, this seems good, but do we really know that the those tips are okay if yeah. it's like approved if it that makes any sense I maybe it's you. fake or maybe it's you know but some i think social media kind of turns into this thing that if we see somebody on video saying like something mm. and it looks convincing it looks like you don't know what they're saying we're like okay yeah this mm. is it and it may be not and when you apply this to sex yeah. and blah 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 and kids it can go really, really out of hand and really, really delicate as it's it's happening. I think it's kind of, I mean, when you were saying that, it's just, for me, a different form of, like, cyberbullying, isn't it? Kind of saying mm. vanilla shaming or saying that you're boring for not wanting to be, if you don't have a kink or you don't, you're boring if you don't want to be slapped and etc. And, yeah, it's so dangerous for a young person because if somebody was saying that to us, we're, like, 30 and 31, you'd just be like, shut thank you up. For, thank you for clarifying. I have one year more than you, Claire. He's 31 in two think, weeks, I, I think... believe, actually, because he's <laughs> mid-December. I'm a late November. I don't, so. think, I don't think nobody cares, but thank you for pointing that out. You know, people know. It, sometimes if you think, like, why answer it's so wise... Or like maybe wiser, it's because of that. It's that year of difference. <laughs> when we're back on video, if you just see some fine lines cropping up on his face, I will go bottled. It will be that. It's that year and two weeks. No, don't worry. But let's um, give him a break, everyone. But um, yes, yeah, so as I said, we are thirty to fifty-one. But like, if you know, if somebody said that to us, so you're so boring for not wanting to be slapped, you'd be like, oh, shut like, up. What is it to you? Like, what is it to you? But we are pretty formed in our sexuality yes, again we we, we've touched on this in a previous episode with body image like we can recognize sometimes mm-hmm. it is hard on instagram sure. and you can be like oh my god that person has like such an amazing life or like they've achieved all this or they've got such an amazing body of pure like really good skin but we can we have the tools more because our brains are like fully developed you know um, and like we're yeah. strong enough yeah. because we're older older to, enough to be to say like that is not my sexual preference and i'm absolutely fine with that and that's it highly dangerous when that's a teenager a young teenager and yeah yeah even i feel like in your 20s probably if i think about myself when i was i don't know 25 if somebody comes to talk about some king that i may yeah not be comfortable with it i will feel like oh maybe i should like like it or explore it or maybe i'm doing something you know what i I know what you mean even like probably five six years ago which is not a lot and i was like into my 20s already and i was you know like probably now like late 20s now 31 probably Mm -hmm. i'm more like i know what i like yeah if i don't like it and i want to try it that's my business yeah but i won't feel shame for it i will be like okay i don't if you do do you 
But you know, like a few years ago, probably will be. So imagine mm. for like kids and like young people and like. But I actually think like you know not to go into it too much, but you know, yeah. definitely some of my girlfriends who are same age as me have experienced things in sex can with a partner consensually that they've really not been okay with and it's mm-hmm. really difficult to say like no or no like, well, like I don't like that mm-hmm. and I think yeah. that that's like it's this kind of challenge I think where things are very and weirdly like that it's talked about on I made a story to bring it back to yeah. like at the intro yeah you know these kind of nuances I also think that there's from another point of view of this is that like um I would love to hear what someone from the kink community thinks about this that would be amazing. because there's probably been people that have been practicing their kink like to take that couple i referenced for example like you know maybe for years or people yeah. that do it you know not to heal trauma but they just have because a kink have that yeah they're, works they're like, really well um so it would be and i think that's the thing because where it's got really dark is that people are saying they're kind of like pe- people on on through this this hashtag and everything are yeah. saying like oh it's okay to like let your boyfriend beat you up yeah you know it's okay and it's kind of blurring the lines mm-hmm. between like yeah. I mean that is just domestic violence at that yeah. point it's not just a kink and I I would wonder how the community kink community would they feel will... about that because it True. must be so frustrating to be like oh for god's sake like yet again it's another misinterpretation of what kink it's, is it's true it's not about violence in fact it can that. be very healing for people. Yeah. So, that's a really interesting point. Yeah, and I think that's like it. Just I can't like the thought of like a young teenage girl like allowing her boyfriend to like, like punch her because yeah, she like thinks that it's boring. Be- not to it makes me really want to cry. It's yeah. horrible, and like you can't blame them for that because no, of course. we've all been there. We've all been there. Like we know what it's like to be an insecure teenager, yeah. and it's just too but much. At the end, I feel like everything goes back. Comes goes back to education. And yeah. if since we are kids or we're in school, we have a probably like a stronger sexual education thing, more updated, more mm. open, more like everything's on the table, we won't have this. If you since you are obviously True. that's an age, you won't start talking about this at five, probably they won't understand it. But yeah. when kids maybe around like I don't know, eleven, twelve, yeah. I don't know what's the age, but let's say Which twelve. Is, yeah. Like education schools where they have to go like yeah. deeper, especially nowadays with social media, and th- mm-hmm. they have to go like, okay, this is this, this kings, this, 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 that. Because if you put that in front of them, since they're really young and they have the tools, when somebody comes at them with these ideas, it will be like, oh no, I read about this, it's cool, mm-hmm. I know about this, no, not for me, not for... And you know, that's a reality, and that's why education needs to change a lot and need to keep yeah. up with the new generation, which I think it's not happening at all. I don't yeah. feel like it's really like Definitely a big not change. Definitely not the UK, because I think we're very backwards as a nation. You know, I feel like school, they should talk about pornography. Oh, 100%. They should they should say like this is not this is something that is real that exists and this is how you can view to that that's entertainment mm. blah 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 this is for you know like this type of things needs to be talked on schools because yeah i mean that should have been talked about when we were at school because it's, it's not a new thing yeah i, disco- I yeah, like... discovered like pornography thanks to bro- like a friend from yeah. school and i was like okay like that's a lot and he discovered this thanks to his dad because <laughs> his dad has some like VHS, not even like DVDs back in the day. Oof, yeah. Dear God, and so you are aging yourself. Yeah, like from VHS to TikTok. That's like a big leap there. I'm okay, sorry. Like kids on TikTok would be like, I don't know a that what? word. Like, like what? Bitch, what? I word in Spanish. <laughs> you don't know what he's talking about. No, yeah, VHS. It was a form of like, yeah. 
you yourself already probably you will like it it's cool mm. it looks cool at least yeah. <laughs> anyway like and he just discovered this out of his dad collection like between his VHS it was like oh there's a woman naked and a man naked they're having sex and, and, like, okay. and we watch in his house like um, hidden kind of thing like oh my god what is this and I was like <laughs> I have a memory of it like wow okay How old were you? I, I don't know what I I don't think I don't even remember clearly because I was really young, probably not 12, 13, I don't remember. Mm. Uh, but I was like, okay. But it was unexpected. It was like, but I, I remember it was like in a jail kind of thing. So the man kind of get to the jail and the woman, and he undressed the woman, I remember, the oh. fuck in the jail. Kind of, very kind of aggressive and very of like, yeah. so you know, you should know this exists. Like, it's an issue with this, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. like, Hopefully it will change and hopefully, I mean, if we are parents one day, we need to be prepared for this because I think there's a lot of things that we need to cover. The, the chats I will have, those kids Ooh. better run, the conversation, yeah, the cringy conversations the cringy. I'm going to we'll have. be like, we're going to face this, going to be like, no, no, no. Like, you, like, you listen to me. This is our vibrator. Like we're going to talk to en- Uncle Enzo about the gay experience. Again, I'll be like, no, no. <laughs> Like, you need to know. Ah! <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, that's it. God help our future kids. Well, okay. Um, it's a very interesting so, topic. Let's see how, oh, what Lord, else comes. How stressful, I mean, though. TikTok is like a pool of stuff. Always something is happening, something is out. It's like, oof. But you're so right about, like, the education needs to catch up. Because, like, Hopefully. parents have a certain responsibility. I know, obviously, we're in a very disastrous situation right now. Like, schools are doing their best. Teachers are doing yeah. their best. Like, we're in a pandemic. So, maybe it's not, you know, you're like, please just, like, entertain yourself with something. Maybe. I get it. Yeah. But, like, eventually, like, yeah. You're, you're so right. Like, it needs to be. They need to have a whole class about, like, yeah. social media. And I feel like kids also, they're running too fast. Parents are, can yeah. catch up to them. But it's don't you think there's always been a thing? Don't you think, like, True. our grandparents said that about our parents? True. True. Or, you know, like... So basically, kids, as a society, like, we're never being, like, that's really... That's what we are. That's how we are. It's true. We're, we're never catching up like, at the time. Oh, why? How? And that's a joke, isn't it? It's, it's like, a joke. Like, oh, it's people might day. And it's like, but then you used to think about that. And then you do that. And we're we're doing that now. And it's... True. It's funny like that. Oh, Claire. Yeah. Oh, it's like, no, no, no. Like, you know, I think I'm okay thinking I, I, I don't want kids. You know, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I can help with the education of yours. I'm going to be <laughs> no, like, Uncle Enzo will have a chat today about whatever I can do. That Imagine if I get a really closed kid who uh, like, doesn't want to talk about, like, emotions or, like... I will ignore him. <laughs> oh, her. no, I'll just be like, please, what did I do? Please, I need to, you to talk Guys. about your feelings. Like, uh, <laughs> And the kid's gonna be like, nothing, I'm fine, I'm totally fine, mom. He's like, no, I express. Like, mom, really, I'm having to express. You never know. You never know. Anyway. Anyway, like, yeah, please, little baby TikTokers, be nice to each other. Everyone do. Yeah. It's a lot. But obviously, you know, if there's anybody listening who is maybe like from the kink community or anything oh, like yeah. that or like wants cool, to share yeah. any, like we would love to hear or direct message us on our Instagram cool. if share with us something yeah if we missed anything yeah. we always love to bring stuff up on the next episode so um, with that being Good. said so what's coming I think it's, it's time, time for... for Claire's secret topic of the week okay well this is definitely very different in tone um, I just wanted to talk about what Claire what uh, what what what, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> do your impression of the um oh. what do you say like mate the mate, mate what, what did that guy say to you and you and rodrigo like on the bike uh, what is it everyone's like where is this going what he was say? like what the fuck are you doing mate <laughs> it was very like what the fuck mate <laughs> in it oh god <laughs> In a man. <laughs> of a British accent is so funny. What? I like to say what? 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 <laughs> so funny. What? Um, anyway, I wanted to talk about yes. just a little quick chat about sustainable changes that we've both made Ooh. and made. Because every year I try to be a bit more sustainable. I always have a whole like, section in my, like, yearly goals weird about that like to to be more sustainable um if anybody listening to the podcast doesn't know i'm actually vegan i've been vegan for five years wow it's five years yeah five years this year i think six years and i think it will be six it's either five or six years in december i went it was like the day after christmas so really you were like you ate like a big piece of like pork yeah. and you were like not anymore literally i it was wow. christmas and i had I, a we never talk about this no. like what was like, i mean i think around it, was, it but not yeah. like why like it was like a long after christmas yeah literally oh, the day. it was boxing day wow it was i'd basically been i was vegetarian for years and then i'd been dabbling mm. with veganism i learned i watched a documentary called earthlings mm-hmm which is narrated by Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I actually strongly would not recommend that to anybody unless you're extremely hard. I yeah. am not hard. I'm extremely sensitive. So, so really, I cry for like a week. So literally I was like, ah! <laughs> um, But it's really, really graphic. And I mean, yeah. It's but it helped you to make the final step. No, say. actually. No, actually, no. no okay. surprisingly. Mm-hmm. I saw it and I was horrified. But I kind of like, I think because I was so young when I saw that, I was mm-hmm. like 18, 19. Ooh, yeah. I tried to be vegan, but I didn't know anything about nutrition. I yeah. didn't know what to eat. So I was really hungry. And if you're hungry, you're going to crack, obviously. Uh, it's a whole I was cycle. eating like mashed potato <laughs> every but meal that's why you hate stupid potatoes because you like force it yourself mashed potato with soy milk can you imagine i was like i didn't just also everybody i hate potatoes so that's kind of the background <laughs> for that so it was just awful so i cracked and then i went back to eating like dairy mm-hmm. and then i watched the documentary called cowspiracy and that definitely made me that. want to switch more yeah. um and then i because that's more about veganism from an environmental point of view i heard it's like it's really like, it's really good mm, and i it's yeah. not scarring it's not okay. scarring it's not okay. like that kind of thing of like because you know with like obviously respect the work that they do but sometimes with PETA and vegan charities they just overdo it they switch people off and i found that's not the way to get people yeah. to, to listen to your it's message it's too extreme and it's too like um you are bad you are wrong you are and that's probably that's yeah. not how people learn exactly it has to like, be like yeah. From the other angle, for like sure. Animals yeah. being like tortured and horrible, and it's yeah. just horrific. No one wants to see that. So, yeah. Cowspiracy is more about stuff from the environment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, literally one day, I, it was like, yeah, it's Christmas, and the next day, I was just literally like, I'm, I'm vegan now. I'm just vegan. Good. I can't. I'm vegan. And it's then just like switch. It's I never cool. went back yeah. ever. And I've never, yeah. I mean, I. There's been some situations where, like, unfortunately, like, I went to a restaurant and somebody put meat in my salad. Yeah. I cried. And then. <laughs> I caused the biggest scene and so can you I imagine? I would love to be there. To so it's like, it. obviously back in the day when you could go to restaurants, but um, it was in like Covent Garden, was with my friend Fran. Fran, if you're listening, you'll remember this. And I got a salad and it didn't 
like it's kind of a fancy restaurant they it was just like the three ingredients listed inside i was like oh that would definitely be safe yeah um and the restaurant was quite dark as well like we sat like in the bar and like da 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 and then I saw these little things on top of the salad and I thought, oh, they're just going to be onions. It's just going to be fried onions, obviously. And I ate it immediately. I was like, Fran, what is that? She's like, it's bacon, 100% it's bacon. And I cried. I don't think I cried at the restaurant, but I cried when I got back. I was like, I ate a pig. I fail myself. <laughs> but, you know, well, truly, yeah. like, if that happens to anybody, don't, like, beat yourself up because, yeah, you know, it's a process. it happens. Um, but, yeah, so... It's all connected, yeah, like, the environment and, like, the sustainability with being vegan of exactly. course it's super connected it's part of it we can maybe break it down into kind of different topic different areas yeah. of some something that we would to kind of share our tips because I, I yeah. definitely don't want this topic to be about like oh everything's like doom and gloom yeah, and we're shaming at all like yeah. I think we've both been on it this one's so like Instagram wanky but journey. it's true <laughs> it's a sustainability journey <laughs> but we have like so yeah. what like I'm thinking what else like exactly so how about like personal care products like um Personal care products. I start to care about this like more recently. Actually, okay. we're talking about mm. it. Like, um, I didn't really think that much about it, but for example, I'm getting a bit like concerned now about like toothpaste and yeah, like the amount that. of toothpaste that. Be- I think it was because I watched a documentary or something that they basically said that they never recycle the toothpaste yeah. oh. tubes. They never, mm. never, never because it's basically impossible. Even though it says because it's important to remember, and I think this idea helps you to remember when you consume or you buy something. Mm. Like the fact that it says it's recyclable doesn't mean it's gonna be recycled. Yeah, it's a different thing. Like yeah, it's made in a way that if somebody wants to recycle it, they will they will be able to because they're plastic that are not able to be recycled. But yeah. that doesn't mean that will happen. Like yeah. toothpaste, they're never recycled because mm-hmm. it's really problematic to recycle because it's all dirty inside, the material, blah, blah, blah. It spends more money to actually so, recycle it. Yeah, yeah, so personal care, I'm, uh, I'm really thinking what can I do to like change it a bit or to like, for example, I'm starting to, to use like... Uh, um, shampoo on a bar like a yeah. bar mm-hmm. shampoo mm-hmm. which i always thought it was very weird and mm. odd i was like what the fuck i don't think i will ever able to use that but mm. i tried because I, I got one at home that they gave me as a sample once like a year ago i was like no, no no i don't think i will use this ever and i started using it and it's fine you just rub it in your hand and it's like foam yeah. and you rub it in your head and actually my hair is fine it's nothing and it's a really good brand actually it's a really expensive brand is mm. I, I think it's like it's like 10 pounds, the, the soap, the, you know, yeah. but you know, it lasts a lot. It does. So the, the thing is like when you, if it's about the money, because I understand for, so, it's not easy because sometimes the sustainable mm-hmm. things are more expensive, but things like that, like a bar like that, it lasts a lot. And also, you know, like that's probably like a luxury one because I think often, probably, yeah. often shampoo bars and conditioner bars for your hair are often a, a bit cheaper than, than the actual one because there's no packaging it's because they're cardboard. I think yeah. that's a really, really good tip, like getting shampoo and conditioner bars because, yeah, it's it in cardboard, no packaging, it lasts a really yeah. long time. Yeah. I think also if there's any, if there are any girls listening who, because I, I have curly hair, so I was yeah. extremely hesitant to use um, shampoo bars and, con- and conditioners because I thought like, be, it's not going to work. But yeah. I got a shampoo conditioner recently. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. So it's, just it's if, to try. It's not, if you just have like straight hair, you know, like there are different bars for different hair types. So don't be put off by that. As no. for like makeup and and like skincare, mm. what do, what do you look for when you're trying, or at least try to when you're buying for a brand? So I have to admit that I think with personal care products, like for my body, mm. I think I'm definitely quite zero waste. Like I have yeah. um, 
a reusable razor, a safety mm-hmm. razor. That's actually a really good tip. You know, you mm-hmm. do because I was I was like cringing at myself at how uh, many like, like plastic razors like and, I was throwing away. It does not recycle. It's not <laughs> yeah. at all. So I have a safety razor. So you just change the blade. It's like an old fashioned razor yeah, that yeah, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. your our grandparents would have. Yeah. Um, granddads would have. Um, and then I have like um, I use Dr. Bronner, which is a brand that I absolutely love. Like I recommend that to ev- everybody, and it's mm-hmm. in plastic that's already been recycled and it will be recycled again that's like a very very good brand yeah. and it is multi-purpose yeah. so to answer your question like i love multi-purpose products so yeah. that i can use on my body on my face you can use it to like wash your dog if you have a dog you can use it to clean because your bar. in one bottle you can get a lot of things exactly. you don't need to have 10 types of bottles for 10 different exactly things. it's a really it's useful thing all, and yeah. i think really like bear that in mind like these companies don't care about you. They just yeah, want money. Like soap is soap. <laughs> it's all just <laughs> yeah. gonna clean you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't need to have a bazillion different products for yeah. different things. Yeah. But where I have to be honest and say, like, you mm-hmm. know, like I love skincare yeah. and I do have a lot Streaky. of packaging that's not great. Yeah. I to try and kind of compromise, obviously I only ever buy cruelty-free and vegan products, yeah. that goes without saying, but in terms of packaging, glass is a really good option. Because of less glass. Because it, it can be it's, recycled. It's not like a lot of contamination, a lot of glass exactly. at the end of the day. So glass, and then, yeah, that's kind of, that makes me feel a bit better with skincare, yeah. and often like serums and moisturizers and everything, it can be in glass. That's good. So that's kind of hygiene. What about moving into like kitchen? Homeware food, think that's food. Stuff. I think food, I think it was probably my biggest change um, I did. Like, I really tried to avoid, like, um, vegetables on plastic bags. Like, mm-hmm. I really avoid, and if it's not out of a plastic bag, I don't buy it. Like, okay. I just don't buy it, and I will find it somewhere else. Good. And it's actually not that difficult right now. Of course, we're talking from in UK. This is reality. Probably our cultures are different. Yeah. It may change, but in the UK... It's actually easy to get vegetables without a plastic bag. It's just like we're used to the fast that you grab something and you go, which is such a this a really bad type of way of seeing mm. things. Like, oh yeah, quick, 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 quick. And that's why maybe it's so it gets sometimes a bit difficult. But yeah, it's easy to get your vegetables without the plastic bags. Okay. And like I really avoid that. And there's like um well, like options like the bots as we're getting mm. like Autobots, um, which is a company basically you can get like it's a subscription bots. Mm which recycle, um, not recycle, like rescue, like vegetables and like fruits and all of that, that they will be like disposed mm. or waste or whatever. And it's a really good quality and it comes yeah. with no plastic. I mean, some some things like lettuce, it comes with a plastic because it's almost impossible to yeah. preserve because it's really delicate, but it's just one thing. Mm. It's, a, it's an amazing company. They, it's they, a really company. They like rescue fruits and veggies that haven't, they haven't quite like made it because the supermarkets yeah. have these ridiculous guidelines like that rules or the whatever. fruit and veggies need to be in a certain shape. So yeah. you do get some kind of funky looking, yeah, which like is funny. sweet potatoes and stuff, but it's it like the quality, like Enzo it's says, really amazing. Good. It's really, really But good. they would normally just throw that away, <laughs> that produce which is horrible it's horrible um but yeah so they've come up with this idea of popping everything yeah. in a box and, and it's actually not that much more expensive it's really not. if you actually, have a very like vegetable heavy diet yeah you know? talking about food i try once to buy with this company called abel and Cole. Oh, i yeah, think it is yeah. it's actually really cool because um i bought a, a few different things and when they they deliver this on a car rewards blah, 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 carton, no, no. And they say outside that it's all to be made to be recyclable mm-hmm. by them. So you leave all of this package outside your door when the next delivery comes and the oh. delivery guy takes everything. Okay. And so they reuse it. So actually, I think they cracked the code of like, 
oh, it's recyclable, let's put in the recyclable thing, and then God knows it will get actually recycled by the government, whoever does it. They actually take care of it, mm. so they ask you, like, you leave this in front of your door, and we will take it back, and we will use it. So they're in charge of their own recycling. Amazing. And it's, like, a really good idea, because, mm. you know, there's not no waste there, because they know it's their own stuff. They, everything's created and designed to be recycled by them and the next delivery you're going to get a box about what's recycled for somebody else that used it before you know it's like a really good idea so these type of brands are like a good change but fruit and veg like a fruit, fruit and veg kind of that sell, kind of thing but also yeah. they sell they sell everything there like food oh, also like okay. kitchen like there's a bit like okay. a market interesting but yeah if you don't want to invest like in a subscription or anything like that you can just buy in your supermarket in the, exactly in the there are, there are ways you know like i was in like waitrose today and like mm-hmm. there's like broccoli in a plastic bag or there's loose broccoli like it's loose just broccoli. about that like yeah carrots there are loose carrots all those carrots in a bag you know ideally plastic. like yeah, we'll get to that point yeah. where i mean obviously another tip that kind of goes without saying but maybe it doesn't is always bringing your calico canvas bags with you yeah. and not having to buy like, like a plastic, plastic like bag. why we like, still i don't say why we're still using like plastic bags it's just I absurd know, like but, yeah. everybody should have a recyclable bag it's not like and it costs nothing you can find them for less than one pound exactly like, and that's the thing i think that's surprising because that the plastic bag thing is kind of the thing that really made everybody aware of uh, plastic the plastic problem because you know we see those images of True. like that that's not a new thing yeah and it's sort of like why are we still i mean again i feel in the uk we're extremely slow and behind mm. the times yeah. but they charge like 10p or something for a which is bag. Nobody, cares. Like, nobody cares yeah so in that kind of thing i think finally kind of one thing i do want to touch on yeah. is fashion Oof, so fast yeah. fashion is something that um we did have another episode on this yeah um but fast fashion is a big problem for the environment like really you know yeah. terrible so were there any tips that you have on i, I you know? think um obviously like a typical one is second hand mm. but if you're not into that because you feel like you don't want to use something that somebody used before at least i think it's good to invest to something that's a bit better quality because you know it's tempting to go to i don't know primark and get 10 t-shirts for 10 pounds but then those t-shirts they will last like a week each so at the end we're going to be like less than a year you're going to replace all of them and Mm. the problem is that fabric if you throw it away that won't get recycled that would just go to the landfill which is the problem they just Mm. threw all these clothes are disposed and they just burn it or there's just like waste and Mm. the numbers about this is crazy so i think it's like i understand sometimes not everybody has the resources to like invest in something better but at the end of the day if it's it's about this it's like the whole thing. We always think like more is better. So mm-hmm. we need to have 10,000 different things. Those are the last one day. But it's good sometimes to reduce it a bit. I think it's a compromise. Like let okay, me get, yeah. let me have five things instead of 10. But these five things, they will have double price. Mm-hmm. So they will be a bit more quality. will last longer. Also, I think a good tip is, you know, recently I had to buy some more like underwear. Some just some basic yeah. pants, knickers. Yeah. And I thought rather, like, my go-to, I'm going to be really honest, would be Mm -hmm. H&M. I would just buy, like, a multi-pack from H&M. Which is nothing, yeah. But I thought, I went, I basically bought some bamboo Mm -hmm. underwear from, like, from, I think it's called Bamboo, the company. And, you know, bamboo is a really, it's really soft. I absolutely love, Bamboo stuff is really soft. I know. It's crazy, I have some bamboo pants. I have a bamboo bralette. And I absolutely love it. Mm. And bamboo is an incredibly sustainable uh, fabric because it grows really quickly. So there's enough, you know, in the environment for like animals to eat it and also it regrows really quickly. So that's kind of something to be mindful of. We need to think it's about, it's because of the planet. It's like, we need to remember that we're a part of the earth. 
I agree. We, we need to yeah. stop forgetting we're a part of it. You're right, and which I is think a problem, it's I think. really difficult when you live in a city, like especially a city like London. Yeah. But I think this is the case for a lot of major cities. You don't feel connected to nature. You don't. You forget that you're yeah. part of nature, and we're yeah. very, very separate. Everything you do has a consequence at the um, end. But yeah, you're not living in a bubble. You're still yeah. part of it, but you don't feel that. So I think to wrap this up, I want us to both kind of share an area of our life where we think we could improve on in sustainability because I don't want it to seem that we are at all perfect and we've got it all no, figured out like it's all. definitely a journey a journey like <laughs> hashtag Instagram journey. hashtag in sustainability <laughs> journey so no I don't want it to seem like that so at all, at all. I think both of us so what's one area for sustainability that you think you could improve on Enzo? I think definitely like personal care and like um, cleaning products, that's got type of things. I would really like improve a bit of that because it's too much. I feel now I'm starting to see like too much plastic mm. and waste. I would like, that would be like probably my goal for this year. Yeah. Try to find ways to make it a bit yeah, better. You know, point. internet is full of information. So if you type blah, 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 how can I do it? You will find a lot of results. Exactly. So it's not like an excuse. That's what true. about you? What do you think will be like your... I think I could do better with fashion. Fashion. If I'm honest, I think I... I I try really hard, but mm. I'm really addicted to like not really addicted, but it's I difficult. I do shop on ASOS. Mm. Like I do sometimes I do want like a quick fix of something or like a, yeah. a fast fashion piece. Like I'm gonna be brutally honest. Like yeah. I try to make good choices. Like I bought my <laughs> bamboo pants, for example. <laughs> like I bought some pieces from like Lucy and Yak, but like which is a sustainable British brand. Yeah. But I will I do charge know. you every single time I see you have something new from ASOS. Will be like Claire, give me ten pounds. This is a punishment. Oh, but I, I mean, in your case at least you're not. You you know. It's about balance at the end, and you know yeah. you are doing all all the little stuff. You are doing it well, like you're vegan. You're trying this with your personal care. So mm. you know, like it's difficult to be perfect, but at least try it in one area, and at least you have a ray of a few habits that are really like good. I hope so. So little by little, small steps. Yeah. You're right. It's hard not to get overwhelmed. I don't. It think, is very overwhelming. Topic. I think it's just it, like what you said before of just like just try small things because it feels like an attack in a way, you know. But at the end, it's because as humans, we feel like we're doing something wrong. It's like, ah, you know, you yeah. get like defensive. It's up. like, yeah, yeah, we're always doing things wrong. That's why that's yeah. why. Exactly. We're, when we're living now, there's so many issues as well because we're doing things wrong. It's but really the thing is, true. we could change them. So it's not about a personal attack. It's about like trying to. I think also like it doesn't. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's not about like attacking. I think also it's about like you don't have to suffer. You don't have to have yeah. like a miserable like. Oh, I can never have what I want to eat. I can never <laughs> drink what I want to have to have this miserable life where I can't buy anything. That, yeah. No, it's not about that at yeah. all. It's about small things, and you can still like really enjoy your life. You know, yeah, it's like much. it's it's. I, guess. Well, I think we're gonna go back to this topic a few more times I think in the future so. because yeah. it has too many. It has like big. So many legs. But I think that's pretty much everything. Um, If you have any comments, as always, please do leave us a comment. Also, if you've got any questions about anything that we talked about, if you have any questions about veganism, please do send a message on our Instagram. Or be cool. Remember to follow us on Spotify and other podcasts because you get the notification. You won't get a notification, but when you open your app, it will say like we got a new episode kind of thing. So, so yeah, remember to do that because you will be like. Anyway, every single week, probably, we will have an episode, yeah. unless something happened. But, you know, we're, yeah, we, are, exactly. we are there for you exactly. every week. Yeah. So, yeah. thank you guys remember, so much. <laughs> Claire, remember our audience, what to do. Please remember friends. to like, comment, subscribe. 
comment again. Thank you for the up on the algorithm. Comment, 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 comment again, share, comment share. again, share. Thank you guys. See Thank you, you next guys week. so much. Bye. Bye bye.